Oh, Anna, can you feel it? Jackie, can you feel it? Feel what? Are you back? Back to school? Back in the groove? <laughs> I, I don't know how long I'm going to It's Ace Freely. This album, Kiss, on one day, every member of Kiss, all four members, each released a solo album. And this is on Ace Freely's. Here it I don't comes. think you're allowed to sample this much of a song. <laughs> I should have maybe skipped ahead. But we're committed now. <laughs> I'm sure Ace Freely isn't my notoriously Wait, wait. Back in the New York Groove. Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. And I am seriously. Okay, I'm Jacqueline. <laughs> You're seriously Jacqueline. Uh, today I on the was clearly back in the New York Groove. Super excited to be back with Survivor New York, Episode 2. So the excited. The vibe of the tribe, and I stole your line. Yes, you stole my and vibe. I'm I'm you sorry. stole my line. <laughs> it's okay. We're just so pumped to be talking Survivor New York. So happy it's Friday. So happy to have caught it live during the premiere. We are back in the New York Groove. I, okay. You had that pulled up on your phone from Spotify. Yes. And I saw, like, I can't believe you thought that I'd have yes. any fucking so I, clue what sitting, any of that had to fucking next to do my with any of this. Is Spotify. <laughs> like I said before, someday in the distant past, every member of KISS released a solo album on the same day. The album covers being their painted faces. These are the original members of KISS. So on my phone... On Spotify is Ace Freely's face as the album cover. <laughs> oh no, don't look. You're gonna know that I'm gonna play Back in the New York Groove by Ace Freely off of his solo album. <laughs> no. No idea. <laughs> it meant nothing to her. <laughs> Apparently she can see the visage of Ace Freely and not even know that it's kiss related. Crazily enough. I mean, even if you knew it was kiss, it's not like you would know. That he has that song. No. There's a lot of music history in that song because it's actually a, it's a cover and a combination of two songs. I'm crying. And it's a very good song. I, you know, it was great. Stop the episode now and go listen to that and then come back <laughs> to get into the New York groove yourself. I love it. Today I love pod, it. It was great. Thank you. Today on the pod, we're talking episode two of Survivor New York. The vibe of the tribe. Contestants versus veterans? Veterans versus contestants? Contenders. Contenders, yes. I love how you point at me when I get it right. Okay, have you ever seen the movie On the Waterfront? Nope. The Marlon Brando movie? You could have been a contender. I mean, of course I've heard that line, but I've never seen it. You could have been a contender, right? I've never seen that movie. It's a good movie. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I feel like we had to reference that. Okay. All right. We're back. Um, so no recap at the top of the episode. No recap. That that made it a little difficult, but... As loving fans, I got to tell you, a recap is extremely helpful, because some of us are watching multiple Survivor series at once, and it gets a little confusing. Oh, Yes. And so also keeping names on full time. 
They did. Just, they do pretty well. At they that. did better this time. And maybe we picked up. Maybe we're just slow and need to fucking remember shit. Everyone's not watching and podcasting about four different iterations of Survivor at once and can keep the name straight. Are we doing four? It was just a number. I threw okay. Don't call me on that. <laughs> I will say the names stay on the screen for a minute, a, a really good length of time. Yeah, I I'm think happy. I just struggled with it the first episode. I'm happy with the name situation on Survivor New York. Before, I would like a recap. Before we even get to the recap, we have a flash of all the contestants. Yes, very slick production like always. Beautiful. Kira specifically reminds me of like a particular type of girl from like middle school church camp. Yeah. Okay. Like it's really very, in your face and really intense and very like specific, really bro like and really like ha ha ha. There was a girl who was best friends with my girlfriend slash baby mama when I was in high school. <laughs> That's right, I'm that guy. Yeah, and, you are. Yeah. It's okay. I'm Coll- with that guy. Collar pull, but um, she reminds me so much of Not a girl I went Fetty, to high school. I know I don't want to pull the collar of my Ford. Fe- Shout out Ford Fetty. Hashtag Ford Fetty. Um, she reminds me, Kira reminds me so much of a specific girl I went to high school with. Didn't want, I wasn't even going to say it. I decidedly, Courtney Wilson. What? Yeah, I know. We'll bleep her name out, I'm sure. <laughs> Our producer <laughs> will go anything. back and bleep that out. Cody's the producer. We'll cut, we'll cut this whole thing out. He literally just posted. <laughs> right, we do a lot of editing. We <laughs> Yeah, but it's, so it's funny that you say that because she's also like a churchy. Like I think she is the type of girl that you're kind of alluding to. Yep. Kind of aggressive, kind of like hippie-ish, but like no sharp edges really. Like the church kind of like hippie. I have a note that like I feel like very obtuse angles instead of acute angles. Interesting geometry. Yes. Yeah, I have a note. That I'm just gonna ju- I'm gonna throw it out now, and I don't think it's true. But she gives me a vibe, and this isn't like a judgment on anything <laughs> Kira's actually doing or any insight into her personal life. But to me, she gives out the vibe that like thirty. She always has the vibe that like thirty minutes ago she ate an edible. That she's just <laughs> like, whoa, hey, everything, you know, like she's just like real hmm. and like a real specific, like I just ate an edible type vibe. I guess I don't have enough experience to relate to that, but I don't get that vibe. All right. That was just my specific. The thought (laughs) popped in my head and I thought I would share it. Huh. Okay. It's like Courtney Wilson ate an edible 30 minutes ago. We'll go back and bleep that name out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) And as we're on that, um, yeah. Dress. Okay. My top five. Okay. So last week. I gave my five borough buddies, one for each of the five boroughs of New York City. Yes. Of course, which we could name off the top of our heads with no problem. I do have to say, I just want to touch on real briefly, all of our our New York shtick is so low-hanging fruit. Oh, it's awful. Hey, pizza! Funny! What are you even doing? (laughs) It's a New York accent. You are a horrible New Yorker. The joke is that it's, like, very base level, I hope. It's like people saying A for people in the Midwest. A, don't you know? Don't you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's like that bullshit. Oof, yeah. some casserole. Yeah, sure, you betcha. Yeah, sure. Let's it's go. That... I'm going to eat some Fargo and watch some casserole. Oof, da. 
<laughs> right. Um, okay. But, okay, my top five. Your five, but, not your top five, but your five borough buddies. My please. five borough buddies, now, and I have a sixth Statue of Liberty lady. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I have to give my Statue of Liberty lady when you're done. And I also just want to say real quick, last week on our Survivor CNU coverage, go listen to it and watch Survivor CNU, some good college Survivor content. Super fun. We, on a, okay, it's a tradition at Survivor Cast International. When we get to the final five, we always designate each of the final five as one of the Spice Girls. Yes, we do. So look forward to that. But last week on Survivor CNU, on a whim, we just gave randomly four people members of the mystery gang. Yes, we did. there's a member named Shaggy. Yes, we did. And I'm doing a mystery unit with my fifth graders right now. In spirit of Survivor New York, and in spirit of... Jeffrey Propsfeld, the host, <laughs> yes, whose name is actually Chris, yes. and seems to have been very nice. Chris is amazing. Chris, great host, very welcoming. Fucking love you. Love you, Chris. I want Don't you, you know. after you give your top five, as we talked about the episode. And my any, Lady Liberty. And your Lady Liberty, I just want you at any point to throw out, if you could just designate the other three members, like Chris is Jerry Seinfeld. Can you give me a George? Can you give me an Elaine? Can you give me a Kramer? I'll have to talk through it, but yeah. All right. I'll give you mine. That's what I'm going to do this episode. If you but also, not till the end. Can not you wait till the end? Very end. Love it. I love that. Who Let's are your five borough buddies and who is your Lady Liberty, please? Five borough buddies are Dresden. Love it. Fucking love Dresden. Dresden brings such an energy that I'm here for. All the time. It's low, um, it's low burning, but there's a lot of passion. There. I love Dresden. Super into Dresden. Um, Davey. Oh, that double Y. Yeah. He's got one Y chromosome. Y y y y y I mean, I, I, forget, I forget how chromosomes work, so I'm not going to say something that might <laughs> no, be accidentally probably. I don't know how chromosomes work. He's got two Ys, and I love him for both of them. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, Alejandro. Alejandro. He's got a J, and it's silent. <laughs> Kai. Love. Holy shit. Okay. You're just bringing things up. Kai was our 550th follower on what Twitter. What the fuck? Hey, Kai. Our 500th follower never gave us their address. So if you'd like a signed <sighs> copy... <laughs> Um, so of the Boston I'm... Raw Rulebook Strategies for Life. We would love to mail that to you. DM us on Twitter or on Instagram. Um, find is... us on Facebook. How about this? It's yours. And Kai, if you don't want it, that's completely fine. <laughs> yes, we were going to give a signed copy of Boston Rob's book, <laughs> the Boston Rob Rulebook, away to our 500th follower. Nobody seemed to want it. We kind of backed <laughs> off from the whole situation. We're now approaching 600 followers on Twitter. <laughs> Kai, if you want a signed copy of the Boston Rob Rulebook, it's signed yours. If you don't want it, <laughs> hey, you stop that. <laughs> it's signed by somebody. <laughs> if somebody else wants it, I mean, it's up for grabs. It is. Some we might even include a picture. We might even include Hein Vosloo's African Survival Guide. Mm, I think that needs to go to 1,000. We're holding that one. Jackie, this episode's off the rails. <laughs> okay, back to it. I have Dresden. I have Davey. I have Alejandro. I have Kai. Love it. So that's four of your five. Marilyn. Love Marilyn. Fucking love it. Also, bring in a really... 
unique energy that I'm like Maryland hasn't quite had their moment nope. to really break out yet, but I feel like it's coming and I'm waiting I for hope it. So looking for it, excited for it. Ready for my Lady Liberty? Who is your late and I I'm very curious and I hope that it's on theme, your your pick. Because when I think of your Lady Liberty, I want someone who's really a beacon of the underclass. Sarah. Hmm. <laughs> beacon of the underclass? What the fuck? I did find myself wondering what Sarah's hat was all about this episode. Huh. What was on that hat? What was on that hat? What's on that hat? Hashtag on that hat. What's? I think we need to tone down our manic nature a little bit. Are you saying I'm being too manic? We're as at you're 11. Clinkling. <laughs> Maybe we should bring it down to a sloppy drunken eight. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So. Jumping into the episode, we start with the Algonquin tribe. What the? Okay, they're on a bus? Oh, yes. I how? Have, what? What? Okay. In a bus? Please, question mark? Please, someone involved with this. this, how does this what go is going on, on with this bus? You think you can just suddenly show the castmates in a bus with no explanation? What also, have we seen where they're camping? Do we know their sleeping arrangements yet? No. We. I don't think. Do we I know specifically the number of fuck. days that this is going on for? I mean, I think it's a long weekend, three or four. I'm really curious what's going on here because I think tribal is taking place in one location. But I'm curious how close it is to like this beachfront immunity because challenge. Because beachfront situation. is happening far away enough from where they're staying that they have to take a bus from beachfront yeah, to yeah, there's a where bus. they're about to like go to town at the beach. We just need some beyond the torch moments. We do. Just Get at us. Curious. Get at the pod. Yeah. Hashtag what's that bus? What's that bus? So. The wheels on the bus are leading you where? Dresden is really feeling the theme of contenders versus veterans. He's happy that there are now more contenders on his tribe than mm -hmm. vendor vendors. 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 Than vendors. It's got a rhyme, right? Contenders, vendors. <laughs> you have people awful. who have never been on Survivor before, and then people who like sell, sell food and <laughs> bears and stuff and work yes, kiosks. Exactly. Contenders and vendors. That's your season that you're going to produce some <laughs> Survivor <laughs> Minnesota. Contenders, Contenders and, and vendors. From the state fair. You could do it at the state fair. That would be fucking insane. Okay, it's happening. <laughs> some bizarre state fair yes. challenges. Fuck yes. That's insane. It's a one-day state fair event. Or the fair. whole time that the state fair's in town, you have to go to the state fair every single day. Can I tell you that just thinking about the Minnesota State Fair <laughs> makes me feel sick to my stomach know, for some right? reason? So bad. Oh my god. The gosh. only thing that we like about the State Fair is that during off season, Half Price Books has a warehouse sale oh, and yeah. you can literally get hundreds of books you can for go, yeah, so, 20 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. So we have some New York listeners. We're Midwest Simpletons and once a year, pre-COVID. We both were born and raised in Colorado. Hundreds of thousands of, yeah, so that's why I can look at this from a removed distance. Hundreds okay. of thousands of Midwesterners converge upon, you know, five square miles of fried food and, you know, burlap sack races and... Farm animals. Farm animals and... Vendors just, of different things. When I think of the when I think of the Minnesota Fair, I think of the last time I was there, and I found myself jam packed in a crowd of people, 
moving down a city street walking just like unable to move and breathe just like literally like a sardine on a city street just moving towards what the next free spend five dollars and get a free cup of milk all day stand like just bizarre things like that <laughs> though i will but, say but going in the winter time when mm -hmm. the state fairgrounds are abandoned and you can go buy books for pennies on the dime it's great that is a wonderful experience it's amazing and that's when the intellectuals come out and the real creeps <laughs> the, the creeps and the intellectuals love it like me and you <laughs> which is which okay okay uh, please I please mean, tell unfair. us unfair because you have a master's degree okay <laughs> just not i mean i'm already batting from behind hey cody yeah it's okay it's all right to be a creep hashtag creep hashtag cody creep hashtag cody creep creeping hashtag creeping hashtag creeping cody i don't like yes, that at all i love it i don't so want to let's not please please listeners hashtag creeping cody for me i don't want to let's not lead into this <laughs> i'm not into this i'm sure the more the lady doth protest <laughs> a little too much hmm. maybe she's a real creep why is he referring to himself as a lady in third person because oh hashtag creeping code. I'm dying. <laughs> We've hardly talked about this episode. <laughs> We're minutes into the episode. We've only gotten to the bus. <laughs> Paddock hates Kumbaya. Paddock is anti. Uh, there's a lot of Kumbaya talk on this episode, right? Right. Multiple tribes are specifically from the. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I like it as a shorthand for like lovey dovey to the oldies, the ones who have played before. Fucking hate it. Yeah. Fucking over it. Because they, I think they know the the shallowness of it. That it's an illusion, especially pre merge. Right. Mm -hmm. That this is all open to shifting, and they're just they're like hardened fucking criminals. <laughs> criminals is the word <laughs> I was trying to avoid. They're just like hardened veterans. You know, they just. They know what's up. They've shot a few people. They've, they've they know what it looks like. They've backstabbed. To shed blood. Yeah, survivor blood. They've snuffed out many a torch. <sighs> okay, um, mine was way better. Yours was. I shouldn't have even tried. No, you shouldn't have. But it's okay. Billy believes that he's the swing vote. TJ, because Billy is a contender. Mm but vibes with the two veterans. I was surprised that Billy was a contender. Yeah, I definitely just pegged Billy initially as a veteran. Like done this shit before. He just has that vibe to him. He comes across as a veteran, which is maybe why he vibes well with the veterans. Maybe. That's I think, a good idea. I think Billy was one of my five borough buddies, and it's interesting to me that he's not one of yours. Nah. Nah. I was going to say, this episode is very pre-COVID. Yeah, and Billy doesn't really like hang out. I feel you. Like in this episode, he's not like super prominent. He's not super so like prominent. me I, choosing my no. borough buddies during this episode, totally. I think is to I, totally, totally colored by it. Knowing you and knowing me, I also see why Billy would maybe pop a little bit more for me and a little bit less for you. I feel it. Now, very. You like those uh, tank tops on men. <laughs> okay. Those hairy Ve chests. Very pre-COVID this episode. 
I am wearing my Robin from HR t-shirt right now. Shout out Robin from HR. Classic. No, you're not. Like, am I not? No, I'm no, wearing my you're Ford. Wearing, we already I'm made the Ford, Ford Fetty, Fetty joke. See, but I love Robin from HR so much. I just think I'm wearing that shirt. Did we make I'm a not. Ford Fetty joke on air or off Dancing air? with the stars with the stereo. You cannot Go try to be Ford Go Fetty. Listen, it doesn't work Go listen all. to Ford Fetty. It's probably offensive that I even try. It probably it is. We need okay. to we need to get to a good ending point here. So Emily hates Kumbaya tribes, and the Orange tribe in general hates Bennett. Yes, yes. They're like all down with there Bennett. There is such an interesting tribal dynamic going on here. There's a lot of like Muncie and Algonquin are firmly, firmly. They're firmly aligned against Le Leban, Lenape, the blue <laughs> tribe. Orange and pink fucking hate blue. Right. And I mean, they're. I'm very curious how that's going to develop over the next episode. Because I, I think it's it's just broiling. The, the pot's boiling in this episode. Well, and interesting that you say that because both Orange and Pink are the Kumbaya tribe. Sarah mentions uh, that she's not used to being on a Kumbaya tribe. Interesting. You're but, right. But is a little bit more comfortable with it than Paddock was. I do, You mentioned Bennett. They make a note that he's like a Greek god. Yeah. Like these, I mean, and he, I mean, honestly, I mean, he's fucking kicks some ass. He's chiseled. He seems like you look at Bennett and from initial impressions alone, that guy's a contender, right? Socially, physically. He's a contender. You could have been a contender. Okay. You know, people usually put a little too much mustard on it, right? But in the movie, he doesn't say, you could have been a contender. No, it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you could have been a contender. It's a little more mellow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope that you know by naming it that, or like having this be a point that this is going to be a talking point and you're going to get annoyed by it. Just throwing that out there. Wait, what is going to be a talking point? Us talking about the contenders. Us talking about on the waterfront. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you're doing. The pretenders? <laughs> no. Okay. So, okay. I, okay. Very pre-COVID. Very pre-pre. They're, because they're sharing bananas. They're dipping it in peanut butter. And who is it? Davy? Is it Davy's banana that gets lost in the peanut butter? <laughs> that would happen. And then someone's. And then it's all nope, right. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. Just stick your fingers in. It's fine. Hey, just stick your fingers in. It's fine. Hey, just stick your fingers in. It's fine. You said just twice. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Hey. Hey, stick your fingers in. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm mix it up a little bit. It can't just be horny. Right? <laughs> hey, but go listen to our ASMR podcast <laughs> titled Stick Your Fingers In. It's fine. <laughs> Lilia, Lilia, right to sleep and you'll have some creeping Cody dreams. Guaranteed. Oh my God, that's so bad. <laughs> it's terrible. You're gross. Okay. You're gross. <laughs> You're the one who wanted to name the episode and has the note and, oh, no, I get to say it. So you're gross. I think the fact that you're getting so <laughs> I get The lady doth just... <laughs> protest too much. He gets red in the face. His figure is just inches from my face telling me, you did it. You did it. <laughs> that is not fair depiction of what is happening. I should really film and our the fucking non recording. Auditory 
it's an audio format. Fucking focus, Cody. Let's 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 get to a good pausing point. Okay? <laughs> That's what you said like five minutes before ago. we go to break. So Kai was our 550th follower, and we stand Kai. <laughs> Hope she wins. She's my number one. Ride or die, Kai. And cool. Oh. And the Lenape tribe is the tribe, the blue tribe, which the two tribes hate, is the tribe that is not Kumbaya. Yes, which is very interesting that they would be the tribe that's not really. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's that's attention. There's an equal number of veterans and contenders on each tribe initially. I think at least yep, for the most part, right? So I, it's just really interesting that that would pan out that way for Lenape, that they're a little bit more... On edge, a little more tension. And maybe a little bit more realistic of... Is it Jack? That this is... No, that's Jack on pink. Jack is on... Uh, he's on Muncie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's the tension-causing-ness. Yeah. Well, think... and we said it was pre-COVID because they're, yeah, they're dipping fingers into peanut butter. They're sharing bananas. Yes. Lots yeah. of food sharing, beverage sharing. Spitting in each other's mouths. <laughs> um, speaking of spitting in people's mouths, <laughs> Emily is very suspicious of idols. I've got Emily is idol suspicious. Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah. Peanut butter fingers, lots of potassium, all good stuff. Getting all that energy in the morning. Well, that's I, a good breakfast. When we come back, we're going to take a, a brief pause. When we come back, we're going to take a brief pause. We're going to take a brief pause. And when we come back, we're going to jump right into immunity. We're going to talk into post-immunity. And we're going to jump, in, jump into tribal. We're going to jump into tribal. Hey, listen here. We're in New York. <laughs> it's hard to play drunk. But I'm actually drunk. So <laughs> you're awful. It's really hard to play drunk when you're actually drunk. <laughs> Stop. So when we come back, we're going to talk about immunity challenges leading up to tribal tribal and how much we fucking love Survivor in New York. Stay in the New York groove. See you in a moment. We're back. Back in the New York groove. In the New York groove. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International, talking Survivor New York, Episode 2, Vibe of the Tribe. Diving right into Immunity Challenge. Jackie, tell us what the Immunity Challenge is. All right. So, one player at a time runs out and digs for one of three puzzle pieces. Or not really puzzle pieces, but pieces, right? And each piece has the three numbers of a combination lock. Yes. So uh, one person runs out, digs, grabs it, brings it back, does that three times, gets all three of the combinations back to a table with the tribe. One person has to unlock three combinations on a box with these numbers. Then you take out some blocks. You've got a word puzzle that you have to solve. Using You have to spell a phrase using all these different letters. Two tribes win. One tribe loses. Goes to tribal. Right off the bat. So good. I mean, it's our first moment of the episode that old Jeffrey Probstfeld wears his head happy head his happy head his hat i was gonna say hatted head yeah he has a hat on okay i couldn't tell what his hat was you're all about the hats hashtag what's that hat get at us hat hashtag hat all the hats hat time so (laughs) 
they they have to dig for the the puzzle pieces, right? Dresden is not a digger. I was gonna say some people are a lot more enthused than other people. I had it immediately called back to me, Survivor South Africa Malaysia, when they do the like I don't know what they were digging for. Dig for like a digging ball for, or something. Yeah, like a ball, and you've got to bring and then you've got to bring the ball and score with it into your goal right. area. Kind of similar to that. It really comes out to play when um. Was it Matt or someone? Yeah, it was Matt. Matt bearing Pepto-Bismol's... Uh... Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, there comes a point where... Is it the Algonquin, Algonquin tribe? I'm making the a orange joke because they're pink, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Pepto-Bismol-y yeah. from CNU. Pepto-Bismol-y. Oh, my God. But speaking of CNU, do you realize that episode one of Survivor CNU... Sam is voted off. Oh, God. Episode, Episode one, one of Survivor, Survivor New York, York Sam is voted off. We live in a simulation. Fuck. We live in a simulation. Fuck. 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 Hey, fuck you. I'm walking here. Pizza pie. Jesus New York. Christ. You're such a ninja turtle. That's horrible every time. Okay. So Dresden is just pushing pushing sand around some of the players the first piece yes some of the players are definitely playing playing like i don't know if it's offensive or defensive by hiding like by like kind of like climbing on top of other people's puzzles and trying to hide on them it's uh matt Matt and somebody else does it specifically matt and it's kind of funny that later on post immunity challenge Matt is talking about how, like, he's kind of subtly coming across other people's discs and he's sitting on them. And oh, I find them and I put them underneath me that I don't move from that spot. Other people fucking know what you're well, doing. Well, another person's like, Yeah, Matt's like doing sand angels, practically like sprawling Ooh, on yeah. top of it. So it doesn't seem like you're being subtle whatsoever, Matt. No, it seems like you're just being an asshole, Matt. A little bit. So it is, um, Algonquin is the first tribe by a long shot to get all their pieces. Yes. Paddock, the padlock master. Yes. Just fucking flying through those padlocks. Did you steal my joke? I stole your joke. It's Paddock with the padlocks is how the joke fucking goes. Paddock with the padlocks. You don't get to tell, like, I tell you a joke while we're watching the episode. Hashtag. You laugh. Paddock. The padlock master. Paddock with the padlocks. Hashtag paddock with the padlocks. Now you can, you can, are you team Jacob or are you team Edward? Hashtag paddock with the padlocks or hashtag paddock padlock master. Yeah, mine is way better. Paddock with the padlocks. With the what? With the pass locks? Paddock with the padlocks, which were the passwords into the box. So the phrase that they're trying to spell out is fire represents life. And I think, like, if you're a producer, you probably thought that would be much harder for they them. They got it so quickly. Especially Algonquin. It's immediately once they get kind of the letters Fire arranged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're getting it Yeah, very quickly. I feel like they definitely thought it'd be a harder word puzzle to solve. Oh, absolutely. It was like boom, boom with that. So Algonquin, <laughs> they solve the puzzle and they're good to go quite a bit before either other tribe 
gets their puzzle pieces. Yes. To the point of like, okay, the other diggers are allowed to go in. All, everyone. And, well, and everyone then eventually everyone yes. else is allowed to go in. Um, I think Lenape, the blue tribe, they yes. end up getting second place. Even though the pink tribe or the orange tribe was like, this is where some, on, like, like, yeah, people feel like Lenape is being a little bit aggro, that they're coming across a little bit aggressive. And this is where it really starts that the orange and the pink tribe are becoming buddy, buddy. Muncie and Algonquin are really, the they're turning against blue. Yes. Makes me wonder how the next immunity challenge is going to go. Interesting. And what it's going to be like when there's a tribe shuffle. Really intrigued for that. Davy is upset that they lost. He threw that piece. He is pissed and he is sad. Well, not only was Matt like on top of pieces, like these pieces were not deep in there if you're watching all the other pieces. Yeah. But this last one that Davy finds is buried deep and it's because Matt literally like dug a hole and buried their piece and then covered it back up. Yeah. It's, like uh... a dick. It's an interesting strategy. Bennett gets a little bit wary of how is the blue tribe being perceived yeah. by the other two tribes? How is that going to play out post-merge? And I think it is smart of Bennett to have that in mind. It is. It absolutely is. Matt doesn't give a fuck. Rolling into post-merge, Billy on the Elgato Post-merge, post-immunity. Post Billy is on cloud nine. He's very happy that they've won. Yes. Dresden, there's a lot of talk of like if we can make Dresden Blind feel safe. Him. Yeah, I fucking hate that. Talk. We can circumvent his idol and blindside him, get him out without him playing it. Because nobody likes him because he's an introvert and fuck them all. It's that whole thing of like if you're quiet, people are suspicious of you. And I don't know what exactly they just don't like you as much. Right. It's yeah. like they either think you're thinking too much or too little. Absolutely. If you're quiet, quiet. equals death. On, On survivor. the Lenape tribe, Kyle has found a clue to an idol in the pop tart <laughs> box. Searching all over them picnic tables, and there is definitely no longer an idol there. No, they've definitely already found it. Uh, this is where we really get the insight into how Matt decided to play the game. Yes. And, yeah, just this, like, the Lenape tribe... Everyone's like super aligned against the blue tribe. Kyle makes some comment high square combo dangerous. Did what you catch the that? Fuck? Just gibberish. Gibberish. Word Complete salad. Fucking gibberish. Coming out of Kyle. Excuse the ruffled pages. Okay. So then we're like talking tribal. Not like going to tribal, but like talking yes. about what's like, oh, strategizing for tribal. Absolutely. <laughs> Now, okay, so the pink tribe, right? They're going to tribal. Yes. There's a lot of talk. Alejandro, you know, do you feel like it's just pure luck that they lost? There's a lot of like, oh, it's just the luck of the game, the luck of where the, the, the pieces fell. No, it's fucking sabotage. It's some sabotage, and it is some, like, definite lackluster digging interest, right? A little no, bit of a mix of the two. people who were lackluster digging were not on this tribe. Yeah. People were fucking trying on this tribe. Just people were fucking assholes to them. That's true. Sarah has this comment like, uh, 
Kira talks to you and you kind of get this indication that she has no idea what's going on. <laughs> and then it kind of like rolls into Emily feeling like Kira's a little bit, I don't know, head in the clouds, kind of disengaged from the game. Now, Pink, this tribe did pick up on the fact that Blue fucked them over. They did. That Blue like buried that and Davy finding that piece was like super hard. They have an axe to bury with Blue. They do. They also are only giving credit for finding pieces to Davy and Alejandro when Jack absolutely found the second piece for this tribe. Alejandro's very careful on how he goes about like framing the Jack that he he's the weakest of six, that he's, you know, there's six of them and he's number six, that they're all strong and he's just, you know, bottom of the totem pole. But there is a very deliberate narrative being cast of Jack didn't perform. Davy and Alejandro did perform. That Alejandro found two of them, and Jack or and um, Davy found the last one too late. Yeah, they're like very careful on numbers because I think Jack and Davy both found one. Right, but they make it out like Jack found hardly any, or Jack found not like Jack didn't do anything, and Alejandro found two. There's also but Alejandro this... is not. I don't think Alejandro denies finding two at any point. No, and that Davy only found one. And also, I mean, I had to laugh when Davy brings up, like, it is both ludicrous that Kira would ever bring up her archaeology interest oh as God, a reason right? why she would be Fucking a good absurd. digger. And even more so that anyone would think that that would lend itself to winning this challenge. Isn't no. archaeology using, like, brushes and you're very carefully... I guess, like, being methodical with, like, starting in one corner, making sure I'm covering all the same ground. Maybe. It feels like a stretch to, like... It absolutely does. It's like a child's understanding of, like, archaeology equals digging. You're going to be digging. You must be good at... You know, not that I don't love Davy and both of his wives, but it was a very silly comment. I only blame Kira because if you are going to claim that you are good at something true and that you are arguing to be the person put in for it i mean it's it's it maybe the most ludicrous on her part to be like i'm an archaeology major i would be good at this challenge right kira does make a comment that like oh you know i would hate to be the first out but the second one wouldn't be bad yeah, it wouldn't be terrible and you're trying to like you know, I don't know about that. First out from our tribe or first out in, in the general. series? Because this is episode There's two. There's a fucking difference. Lots of pink power talk. Hashtag um, pink power. Yep. I do love that there's a moment where it really feels like the pink tribe has aligned against Jack. It seems very likely that Jack is going to be voted off. Absolutely. And he comes and talks to Davey and he's like, oh, you know, who are you going to vote for? And Davey is very... I'm just following the group dynamic. Yeah, I think I'm going to do whatever. What I, I feel like if you go and talk to somebody, ask who they're going to vote for and they don't give you a name. It's fucking you, man. You should be alarmed at that point. If they don't right away give you a fucking name, it is you, man. Jack is just a little too late trying to start winning people over yes i mean he tells davy like yeah you know i love i love you davy and i love both of your wives and i could totally be into a double y friend 
but it's just too little too late. I thought you said both of your wives <laughs> at first. I'm like, fuck, Cody. All right. I don't know. Dave, I don't think Davey's a Mormon, but it's possible. <laughs> Sarah specifically is like, okay, I'm working with Emily right now, but I do not fucking want to work with her long term. I think she knows way too much about the game. I think she's way too conniving. Emily is a no-go long-term, but I will use her right now. Sarah, whom... My Lady Liberty. Didn't do very well in Survivor Michigan, apparently, but unbeknownst to everyone, has played in two games of Survivor Buffalo. Right. Even plays her card close to her chest. as Not even telling us how well she did. To varying results. Yes. Okay, Sarah, what does that mean? But being aware that the fourth player voted out is usually a really good player. That's that's a Sarah theory. That's a very interesting theory that like, oh, if you're the fourth player, you're a strong player. Maybe even stronger than third through one question mark weird she seems to put a very strong emphasis like you get out the fourth player before they have a chance to make it to final two because you don't want to sit with them because they will win absolutely so this idea of like oh you were the fourth player in your previous lrg experience that is a red flag that's a very like next level 3d chess type survivor type thinking they are playing on their ceiling so hashtag Choo-choo. A lot of train noise in the background during this part of the episode. <laughs> Lots of choo-chooing going on. Now, here's a question. No thoughts on the train? No train I thoughts? didn't hear the train. I did not notice a train, <laughs> okay. so that's why I was moving right along past the train. Love it. Um, They reference the Blue Tribe as being aggressive. They do. They How talk do about you them. feel about that? I feel like it doesn't a hundred percent read in the episode you get a little indicate like they call them aggressive they call them aggro i guess that means the same thing yes uh, <laughs> aggro is short for aggressive yes it saves us time cast <laughs> means castaways uh castaway we are castaways why is that song so popular right now i don't know who knows ahoy there it reads, you get a little bit of an indication of it that they're being, you know, maybe a little bit more boisterous, cheering themselves on a little bit more. I'm not sure exactly mm. what paints them into that corner. There's some, like Bennett does something. He, during the food challenge during the first episode, I guess Bennett like takes some food, like two people get to food at the same time and bet it's a little rough with it to be the one to end up and with then it. He yells something out during this challenge. challenge yeah, yeah. That he feels like his fair game, but apparently was perceived as like a faux pas by the other tribe. Very interesting dynamic brewing up. Very much so. So, I mean, should we jump into tribal? Are we I'm ready for tribal? tribal? I do have a note. It's a good setting. I like the tribal setting. I'm curious. Did they set up this burlap area? I'm guessing so. We got a little bit behind the torch that this may be at somebody's house. Really? That tribal may be taking place in someone's backyard. That's cool as fuck. Not positive, but it is a very nice, the burlap, it's a good setting. It feels very tribal. I need to know more about tribal and I need to know more about this bus scene from the beginning of the episode. Hashtag what's the bus? Hashtag what's the bus? At this point, going into tribal, feeling like it's going to be Jack thinking jack's gonna be voted off and i'm very amused that jack is like hey you know it's nobody's fault that we're here you can't blame anyone specifically it's because you're on the chopping block jack oh no jack i do have a theory okay 
Lay it on me. I think a good host of Survivor, hosting abilities, your teeth are cut in your immunity narration abilities. Okay. And at your tribal asking question abilities. Those are your two areas where you're really the focus versus what's going on with the tribes, you know? Totally. I just think Survivor New York, Jeffrey Probstfeld, he does a very good job at both. He absolutely does. I think his voice and opinion is like not seeping into how he's interacting with the tribes or anything like that. He does a good job bouncing between people, asking leading questions, provocative questions. Kira, uh, she's got real Dr. Chill vibes. She's just like... Dr. Chill vibes? You know, I feel like she... she, It seems like she ate an edible 30 minutes ago. You, you know, you're standing by that, aren't you? I am. Muncie, yeah, they're specifically, they're aligned against Lenape. I've got a note that Alejandro is a star. We've seen him on Lip Sync Assassin, Assassin. It's fun to catch him on Survivor. I want to see him on like a fan-made Master Chef. Okay. Next. Some like home cooking. I love that. I mean. And then they go to vote. I'm sorry. Pink power. Yeah. Hashtag pink power. You don't have a lot of notes here, do you? I don't. I really don't. Because honestly, I was just so excited with the vote out. Speaking of the, the vote switch out. switch over from Jack to who gets voted out. I love their little circular wicker basket yeah, voting container. Very nice. You're all about that wicker. So no idols are played. No idols. Jeffrey Probstfeld collects the votes. Two votes for Kira at the top. One vote for Jack. And then back to Kira. Two more. Four for Kira. One for Jack. It really felt like it was going to be Jack. I thought it was going to be. But bye-bye, Kira. Bye-bye, Kira. I was super down with Kira going home. She has a nice, amicable, over-the-shoulder wave to her cast and crew. She's going to go eat another edible, you know, have a good time. Go sit by the river. Cool Dr. Chill vibes going on. Kira, hashtag Dr. Chill. You're so Dr. Chilly. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And I just have to say that I really love, we got a taste of it. Last episode, we get a little bit more. Propsfeld, he really has like this, you know, at the end of every, uh, at the end of it, every Jerry Springer episode, it is like a be kind to each other. This kind of wrapping up emotional bow on everything. And I feel like Jeffrey Propsfeld, he takes a moment, he really emotionally checks in Connects. with the, the tribe at Tribal. I love it. Last week, he's like, you guys, you've got the ammunition. You've got it. If you really focus, you can do it. And this time he's like, yeah, you know, you guys got to, I don't know what exactly he says, but it feels like a real like therapist there on the couch, emotional catharsis type thing going on. I don't know if that's what he said last tribal. I don't think that was this. I think he did. He's like, you guys have like more ammunition than I've seen any tribe ever have before. You've got all these idols floating around your tribe. You can do it. Focus. Okay. Don't want to see you back here. All right. Here's some oranges and juice boxes. Huddle up, team. Let's go. And have a good cuddle. Have a good cuddle. I feel like you've, (laughs) you've checked out at the end of this episode. What? Not in a bad way. Have a good cuddle. 
Well, because they're sending them off to their camp to eat oranges and you checked out. I did. I'm sorry. Hmm. No, I didn't mean that in a negative way. I just seem like you've, you've got nothing to say. I I just don't have a lot of notes for the second little part here. I see one note, though. What? I see a big smiley face with hard eyes. Because that's what I sent to the whoever was talking for surviving New York on the chat. It was fun. It was fun. Fun to catch him in the live chat. It was great. Good catch ep- us on Fridays in the live chat. Watch this with us. Then come hang out with our recap. Yes. Great episode. Production. Top notch as always. Music. Everything on point. Loving it. It's been, I mean, it's been such a fun series to start hopping into. Absolutely. Can't wait till next Friday. We'll be back in the New York groove once again. Yes, we will. And between now and then, you'll see us in South Africa. You'll see us at... UK and CNU. UK? We've got all types of stuff coming. Holy shit. Good night.